Grace and peace to all. Welcome to the Life Eternal Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Ronnie Kim, and I am delighted just to be here one more time and just sharing the Word of God with you all this morning. In this morning's podcast, I want to go over the sound of God. But before we go into the Word, let us pray. Father, we lift up your holy name. We thank you for life itself, Lord God. Father, we thank you for giving us the ability, Lord God, to be here one more time, Lord God, just to worship you, to honor you, to lift up your holy name, to lift up holy hands to you, to shout to you, Lord God, and give you all the praise, Lord God, because your name is worthy to be praised. Father, we pray, Lord God, for the listeners, Lord God. Father, I pray that you cover them, Lord God. Father, I pray that you keep them, Lord God. Father, give them a peace that surpasses all understanding, Lord God, especially during the season in which we are in, Lord God. Father, guide their every step, Lord God. And Father, I pray that self will be crucified in me, Lord God. As I go into your word, I pray that you will get the glory, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's get into the word. And I'm going to be reading a couple of verses of scripture, and it's going to be taken from Joshua 6, verses 1 through to 10. So wherever you are, you can just read and follow along. And Joshua chapter 6 says this, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor, and ye shall compass the city, all ye men of war, and go round about the city once. Thus shalt thou do six days. And seven priests shall bear before the ark even trumpets of ram's horns, and the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up every man's street before him. And Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said unto them, Take up the ark of the covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. And he said unto the people, Pass on and compass the city and let him that is armed pass on before the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass when Joshua had spoken unto the people, that the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns passed on before the Lord and blew with the trumpets and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. And the armed men went before the priests that blew with the trumpets and the reward came after the ark, the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets. And Joshua had commanded the people, saying, Ye shall not shout, nor make any noise with your voice, 
neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you shout. Then shall ye shout. Amen. We thank God for his holy words. Praise be to God. Amen. So we see that the beginning of the verse, you know, started out of you know the movement, you know, when it says that um Jericho was straightly shut up, none went out and none came in. You know, in this verse, um there is a movement. And in this verse, God speaks and said that Jericho, the king, and the mighty men of valor was given into his hands. You see, when the sound of God comes in, where God begins to speak, it is a time that we receive instruction for our journey. And when we disobey, um, the key and tone that God has set, we become off key. And we thank God for obedient men like Joshua who stayed right on key and he adhered to the instruction of the Lord. Um, for even obedient men like Joshua who stayed right on key and adhered to the instruction that was given to him. Amen. So when he stayed right on key and he, and he adhered to the instruction of the Lord, you know, to, to march around the city of Jericho for six days, there was movement for six days, six days, and there was movement when God created the heavens and the earth in six days. But on the seventh day, he shall encompass around the city in which the seven priests who had the seven rams horn shall blow the trumpets. So you see, the sound of the trumpet was the signal that the children of Israel was to shout. So it was sound for sound um, that was uttered for the walls to come down. Amen. You see, it was important that the people did not shout until the appointed time. So what was happening is that the trumpets were being blown when they when they compassed the city. You see, when the sound travels, it shatters barriers. Let me repeat it again. When sound travels, it, it, it can shatter barriers. Sound affects your surrounding. And we see that on the seventh day, they all shouted with the trumpets. Your praise affects change and the sound of God shatters strongholds in your life. You see, the wall of Jericho is like a tall wall that represents a stronghold. And sometimes, you know, you're passive with your approach with the stronghold. Sometimes you've got to shout to God with your praise. You've got to be aggressive when dealing with the enemy. And God is watching your posture and your attitude to the things and how we deal with things. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, when folks read the Bible, people always wonder why the children of Israel would go in and um, kill men, men and women. Um, we serve a God that is just and and they were sin in the land and the consequences of sin was literal death. If there was sin even in the camp of Israel, 
without the atonement of sins, you know, by slaughtering an animal, they, they will be put to death. So it's important to know that these people were under sin. It is also important to know that we serve a God of mercy and not only a God of wrath. Amen. In which God was instrumental in using the children of Israel in the earth as the enforcers of God's law. Only when we were in right standing with God and not become stiff-necked and stubborn, that God was able to use his people effectively to bring about justice and balance. Amen. So God used obedient men to uphold righteousness. You see, everywhere God wipes out a nation because of disobedience and sin, he always spared a few to stand as a testament to show how merciful and good God is. Look at how God was instrumental in saving Noah and his family, Lot and his um, family, except his wife who turned into a pillar of salt for looking back, which shows the disobedience and the legitimacy um, of God's word in that when he says not to do something, he means it. And this instance, God saves even Rahab, the harlot, and her family of all persons. Why would God always choose the ones, you know, that according to societal standards that people would look down on? Even Rahab, Rahab, Rahab who married to one of the, um, the Israelite spy, um, who became the mother of Boaz, in which we know that genealogy came right down to Jesus Christ. You know, who but God would do this? That he always is after the rejects, or what we would call, you know, the rejects of society, the underdogs, you know, the ones who people thought that they would have never come out to nothing. If you notice the track record of God's movement and even the sound throughout the entire Bible, these are the people that God uses from the, the, the lowest part of the earth in, ter in terms of society. Even when Philip told Nathaniel, um, come and see the man of whom Moses in the law and, and the prophets did write. Now Nathaniel said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Your purpose, assignment, and destiny in God in who you were called to be is not determined by your geographical location or your socioeconomic status. Because just as God could tell Jeremiah, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew you. When there's a call upon your life, you cannot run away from the sound of God. Amen. So the calling of God is the sound of God because when God calls you, you have to hear the sound of his voice. The Bible says, my sheep know my voice. And just as how Samuel had to recognize God's voice, he responded back sound for sound. Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth the sound of God. We see that in the book of Genesis, it started with 
the beginning, in which God gave a command that there should be a beginning, in which time started and it has begun to be recorded. He spoke into existence time itself. And before there was a beginning, God knew what would take place in this world throughout the timelines. God knew the problems we would face in our in our um, lives and in our bodies as as believers. God knew that the closest angel um, would would fail because he was corrupt by his wisdom and beauty, and would be our adversary and thus be deemed and named the devil. Um, you b- before the words of God even begin to speak, God thought of this before uttering a word. Many are the devices in a man's heart. Nevertheless, it is the counsel of the Lord that shall stand. You see, in everything that the first verse of Genesis stands for, it is to signify the headship of Father who created it all. Now, when it comes to the Comforter in the second verse of Genesis Um, which is the Holy Spirit, you notice that whenever you see a letter capitalized in the middle of the sentence, that means you have to pay, you know, close attention to it. And it shows that someone holds a title. You see, the Holy Spirit is not an it, but it is a person that nurtures and comforts. We see that there was a function and order in the heavenly realms that we immediately saw the function of the Spirit of God that moved upon the face of the waters when the earth was without form and void, in other words, chaos. So we see movement being to take place on some level and there was some level of action going on that, that is being done for the establishment of the heaven and the earth. So wherever there is a movement of the Spirit of God, this signifies a move of God. And whenever there is a move of God, God begins to speak, just like in um, the verse when it says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. You see, the sound of God, when He first speaks inside of time, and said, Let there be light, the sound of God when he speaks, it is all you need as a believer. When God begins to respond to his people, you can rest assured that he is with you. There's truth in the light that was spoken into the atmosphere. God separated the light from the day. You see, when God revealed himself to Moses, Moses asked a question. Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, The God of your fathers hath sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shall thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath sent me unto you. You see, the sound of God resonates in his name, in that name, I am, that I am. Even the 
the pronunciation of his name produces a sound that cannot be put in a box nor it cannot be contained now it surpasses time and space it surpasses all languages but there's a sound to it and it is a, and, and it is with this sound that comes first then that sound is produced and it's translated on paper by way of phonics which we where we get our alphabets and which came from the Phoenicians even before the flood so that is a reason why the mere man will never understand the mystery when it comes to speaking in tongues because it is a divine language that is above all languages of the earth um, catch this for a minute man will try to manipulate even you know the spelling and the letters of of god but they never could replicate and tamper amen with the sound of god whether man did this on purpose or or not throughout the centuries you know where they they cannot tamper with the sound of god amen when a baby cries it could be a number of things you know the reason why the baby is crying you know but one thing is clear the reason why a baby cries is because something is wrong when adults cry it could be a number of reasons why we as adults or even you the youths cry but we cry because there's either something wrong or we are crying for joy amen when we cry we cannot put a, a word to it other than you know that that tears that flow and that tears will be the joy pain sadness or sorrow the sound of god in the book of romans 8 verse 26 through to 27 it says that likewise the spirit also helpeth our infirmities for we know not what we should pray for as we ought but the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered and he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of god the thoughts of god the movement of god and then the sound of god sometimes just because god is speaking in your life doesn't mean he is not thinking about you and moving on your behalf sometimes just because god is not speaking in your life does not mean he's not thinking about you and moving on your behalf when god speaks the sound of his voice gives life the sound of his voice heals and the sound of his voice set free minds the sound of his voice will begin to transform lives forever better like never before in the book of first corinthians 1 verse 27 says but god hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Amen. 
To see God's weakness and the foolishness surpasses that which we consider wise, and the strength of God knocks and challenges our thinking to provoke change. Sometimes we question God like, how is he going to do certain things in our lives when it may seem like there's no way out? In the book of Acts chapter 2, when we see on the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all on one accord in one place. The Bible said, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a, a, a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with all the tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. You see, when notes concerning even the instruments that we play, like um, the, the piano, the guitar, the drums, when those notes are in order and harmony when played on an instrument, it becomes the right sound and frequency. The question that you need to ask is, what frequency are you listening to? When the sound of God comes, we should be able to listen to that sound and respond to that sound by worship. Amen. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, we lift up your holy name. We thank you for your word, Lord God. Father, we thank you for this podcast as a means and ways to encourage your people, Lord God. Father, I pray for those that might not know you as Lord and Savior, Lord God. Father, I pray right now, Lord God, that you begin to prick their hearts, Lord God. Lord God, and to minister upon them right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God. Father, I pray right now, Lord God, that you begin to put forth a sound in their lives, Lord God, that they will come to know you as Lord and Savior, Lord God. Father, I pray that you continue to guide your people in every facet of life, in every sphere of influence, Lord God. And Father, I pray that you keep us and continue to direct us. Lord God, continue to instruct us, Lord God, with your sound. Lord God, continue, Lord God, to order our steps according to your word. We worship you, we honor you, and we lift up your holy name and tell you thanks. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for joining me this morning on this podcast. I pray that this message was a blessing um, to you guys. Go with God. In Jesus' name. Amen.